0: Hi, and welcome to another episode of the TSD Cast with Power Systems Design. I'm your host, Jason Lumberg, and today's co- topic of conversation is solid state lighting, or more specifically, LED street lighting. Um, here with us today uh, to just tackle some of the myths and mi- misconceptions surrounding LED street lighting is uh, Eric Mills with uh, Cree. Thanks for joining us, uh, Eric.
1: Thank you for having me today.
0: Yep. So let's, let's jump right in. Um, I, I think most of us in the industry are, are pretty well versed in the uh, intrinsic advantages of LED and solid-state lighting. You know, they're, they're more efficient, they're a bit more expensive, but they uh, offer big improvements in efficiency and energy savings over their lifetime, which, which is uh, much bigger than uh, incandescent and CFL rivals, which is why they, they've gained a lot, of, uh, a lot of traction in the industry. Um, but LED street lighting hasn't been without some controversy. Um, but the AMA, about a year ago, the American Medical Association issued guidelines for LED street lighting to quote, minimize potential uh, harmful health and environmental effects. Um, but, um, and they specifically mentioned short wavelength white, which can supposedly disrupt our circadian rhythms. But um, most of these myths have been debunked and uh, we're, we're gonna mainly talk about the technology today. So uh, regarding the technology in general, Um, Eric, what would you say some of the key benefits are of uh, LED street lighting?
1: Right, so Jason, obviously you already mentioned the the efficiency aspect um, uh, as a huge benefit. I'd just like to point out specifically to street lighting on that that um, you know we're talking about uh, not only the you know the lower cost of uh, of the power consumption there, um, but with uh, with the municipalities, it's even interesting to recognize the alternative uses of some of that power that's on the grid. Um, cities like, like Los Angeles are already talking about being able to reallocate. That that capacity um, as the demand for overnight charging of electric vehicles uh, increases, for example. So um, there's sort of a double benefit there of not only saving the, uh, the cost of the energy, but also making that available energy uh, available for you know, alternative uses. Um, from the maintenance standpoint, um, it, it's uh, you know fairly straightforward for a consumer to you know change the light bulb in their home, um, but the maintenance of a of a roadway light fixture, as you can imagine, is a significantly um, a, a higher cost. Uh, you know maintenance issue so you're talking about you know rolling a truck having to close down a street in some cases um, so the inconvenience and the cost factors uh, are significant over the life of an LED streetlight fixture for example uh, you will avoid you know four or five or more lamp changes um, and, and simply have zero maintenance for that LED light uh, while, while it's up there during that same time period uh, in addition to that uh, LEDs offer a lot more controllability uh, than their, uh, the incumbent technologies um, incumbent technologies are are typically not dimmable um, they're uh, not it's much more difficult to control the light that comes out of them so mm-hmm. LED with its specific attributes um, bring a whole new level of control both from the light level and from the the uniformity and in the, the way the roads are lit
0: right I, I, so I think I think you just sort of touched on this already but Would you say the LED street lighting is more or less omnidirectional than uh, legacy technologies, and how would you say that this could help uh, motorists?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So your traditional technologies, um, you know, using a a glowing filament, if you will, um, that is an omnidirectional source that has to then use uh, a series of reflectors and bent metal and glass to try to bend that light down into the pattern that we want to put on the roadway. Uh, The LED is inherently a directional source, um, you know, typically something like 120-degree emission coming out of the LED itself. And then that also is a much more uh, efficient um, source to couple to an optic, so um, not only is it more useful from the beginning having that that directional source, but then we can couple that with an optic and give it even greater uh, control to specifically put light on the roadway where we want it, um, but not you know punching back into uh, you know the yards of homes or um, into you know other areas where we where we don't desire it, and we can also use that controllability to reduce the amount of glare uh, that happens, that sort of high angle light that catches people in the eye when they look down the roadway, uh, we can much better control that using an LED source versus a, a traditional omnidirectional source.
0: Right, right. Now, now let's, let's talk about the AMA's claims for a second. I, I, I know you've probably looked at them. Um, so you're familiar with short wavelength, blue light, and the controversy surrounding it. So we're not going to talk about the, the potential uh, health um, Risks, but um, would you say that the LED lighting, um, LED street lighting specifically, emits more short length light? The competing technology is less. Um, is there like a comparison to be drawn there?
1: Sure. Yeah. The you know in in general, it's it's about the same. Um, you can look through and compare specific. Uh, light source technologies to each other. If you look at um, the phosphor-converted white light that we get from from an LED, it does start with a blue source, and we use phosphor to convert that to white. It's about the same amount of blue content um, that we're used to seeing in other sources, such as incandescent or halogen or even fluorescent. And there are other sources, uh, specifically in outdoor lighting, that we've been using uh, for a very long time, such as metal halide, that actually can have higher blue blue content or short wavelength light uh, than some of the LED sources we're using today. If you compare it to other sources such as high pressure sodium, um, you know, then it does have a slightly higher amount of blue content uh, than those. But uh, again, not something uh, so significant that it isn't what we've been used to seeing um, in a lot of our different light sources already being used.
0: Right. Now, are there any benefits to short wavelength light or or, or is it just a matter of uh, reducing it in general?
1: right well when when we 're talking about short wavelength light in this context we 're talking about visible light we 're not talking about right. you know very short ultraviolet light, so absolutely visible light is visible light, and basically we 're talking about the color blue, so if we don 't have any um, or very little short wavelength light, then you're missing aspects of color rendering. Um, You know, you want a broad enough spectrum of uh, wavelength to properly render the different uh, colors that you're going to see in the environment. So uh, there's certainly the benefit of having um, every Piece of the visible spectrum be included in your source so that you get effective uh, color rendering. Um, the shorter wavelength does tend to have uh, a, a give a sense of a higher visual acuity as well. So um, you know there's been a lot of uh, comment from some of the conversion areas we have of moving away from sort of the dingy yellowness of some of the sodium technologies to LED being a more truer white and more more natural sort of um, you know, effect of, of the the amount of spectrum that we contain in sunlight. So uh, a lot of people feel much safer in the roadways with uh, with a, a higher level of, uh, you know, spectrum width there.
0: Right, and as you said, it, re- it reduces glare, which I, g- I guess could potentially reduce accidents if, you know, the glare is blinding people and such.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And and it's uh, the combination of of being able to control the light from the LED more in addition to having, um, you know, essentially a a broader spectrum and more color rendering. Um, You know, it's interesting to think about also, you know, what is in the roadway when you drive down it. We use different colors for different signs. Um, We use different colors for stripings on the roadways. Um, And uh, it's interesting to look at some of the pictures, for example, of roadways lit under those traditional sodium um, sources, and it's difficult to differentiate some of those colors and different colors of signs, a, a white stripe versus a yellow stripe, for example, um, and with LED technology bringing in the full spectrum of light, those differences come, come back into view just like they would during the daytime.
0: Right. Okay, so let's Let's bring Cree into the conversation specifically. Um, Could you briefly go over um, Cree's LED street lighting portfolio?
1: Sure. Uh, We've been uh, providing streetlights for for several years now. Um, We're uh, somewhere around a million streetlights, LED streetlights have been put out into the market at this point. Um, And that spans across a few generations of uh, roadway lighting. Some of our earlier generations, um, like the Leadway platform, um, have evolved into the XSP platform and the RSW platform. So I'm throwing out some acronyms here. They're just names of some of the, the roadway products that we put out. But the point being is that the technology, uh, does continue to evolve. Um, we continue to get better uh, with the source of the LED. We offer uh, a wide range of, of color choices now. Um, you know, initially LED technology uh, was put out there at some of the cooler end of the spectrum, you know, 4,000, even 5,000 uh, Kelvin. Uh, today's streetlight technology, uh, and specifically from Cree, offers choices all the way down to 2,700 Kelvin, which is, you know, the, the color of incandescent light light that that most of us are used to having inside of our homes even, Um, and those are offered at very high uh, color rendering as well. We've also uh, moved from some of the initial optic technologies of LEDs um, where the LEDs were coupled to an optic and directly um, pushing the light downward onto the roadway. Now we've moved on to even more indirect sources um, such as our new WaveMax Uh, optical system, where the light is pushed into a lens system, and that lens system uh, effectively mixes all that light together and provides a nice uniform blanket of light onto the roadway. So further reducing glare, further improving uniformity so we don't get hot spots and shadows on the road, which can be very distracting uh, to drivers, Um, and and also bringing, again, up even to a higher level that distribution of color so things look more natural to the the drivers and, and pedestrians.
0: Okay. Um, well, without naming any of the competitions specifically, um, what advantages would you say that uh, Cree's uh, street lighting portfolio offers over the competition?
1: Yes, yeah, so I think one sig- significant a- aspect of that would be, again, uh, that optical technology. Um, the, the new WaveMax technology is really one of the first street lights on, on the market uh, that offers those advantages. Uh, we've also been uh, introducing some new material concepts. Um, the new RSW series, for example, uh, is a, u- utilizes is a, a housing that is made out of a bulk molded compound. It's a, a lightweight material. Um, since the advancement of LEDs has moved forward and we keep generating less and less heat with those LEDs, we don't have to make the whole fixture out of metal. So that means that the fixture is a lot more lightweight. It's easier and safer to install. Uh, there's uh, less metal for uh, potential you know, arcing and interaction with live wires that are uh, hanging up there. Um, there's lower wind you know, ratings to these things. So um, a number of aspects that make it a better fixture for the community and the energy and maintenance that they're going to save. It makes it a better, um, you know, product for the installer who has to go up and put these in. And then with the improved uh, optics and um, the, the the way the, the roadways are lit, it's better for those users that are going to be driving down the road.
0: Well yeah, that that, that sounds great, Um, Well, I I guess that about wraps up our our PSD cast. Um, I want to thank you for your time, Eric. And to our listeners, thanks for tuning in. Thanks.